0: Stephen A. Smith is my guy, and I'm being so honest here. I got into this media game, and I aspired to be a sports journalist because of a lot of different figures. Of course, like, man, Stuart Scott comes to mind, and rest of peace, with Stuart Scott. He was the one guy on Sports Center. He was black. He was authentically a black man. He had booyah, cool as the other side of the pillow. He talked like us, right? He was authentically himself. He was a good person, but when I first saw Stephen A. Smith, man, I looked up to him because he was a black man on TV that was speaking his mind. He, He was so articulate using these big words. He seemed to be so educated and so in the know about what was going on, and he worked his way from being a beat reporter to being at the pinnacle of sports television. On ESPN, he runs that network, one of the highest paid people on TV, especially in sports. But what Stephen has become, as he has become a caricature of himself, and it's so funny because Charlemagne talks about this often because we know that Charlemagne in his prime was the irritant on the radio. They called Charlemagne the black Howard Stern, and Charlemagne would ask the craziest questions to his interviewees. He'll keep it real with you. He'll say what we all were thinking, and what he was thinking to your face, it was provocative, right? But Charlamagne is not that guy anymore. Charlamagne has matured. He's not that shock jock. Now he's a veteran radio personality that knows how to curate conversation and tackle topics. And you see he's more political at this point in time in his career. He talks about his his time in the early 2010s and the things he used to do when he was being a shock jock. He said that he realized he was a caricature of himself. And that's when he started to, to peel back and be more of Leonard McKelvey Instead of Charlemagne the God, I think that Stephen A. Smith needs to look in the mirror and have that same level of realization. He has become a caricature of himself. He's not Stephen A. Smith. He's screaming A. And he's leaning into it because he believes that that's what gets views. And to me, that is the problem. I love, like I said, I love Stephen A. Smith. And, and I, I'm in the HBCU space. Stephen A. Smith is an HBCU graduate, Winston State University alum. So a lot of my thoughts on Stephen A. Smith, I've kept to myself. I've tweeted about some of them, but I've kept to myself because it's a, it's a real possibility that I might meet him one day. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to back down in how I feel, but, you know, I don't want no weird energy. You know what I'm saying? But So I've kept a lot of what I think to myself. But I believe that Stephen A. Smith has become a caricature of himself, and I believe that that isn't good for the game the media game, the games that's being covered because people want to hear real analysis. And I don't think it's just good for him period. But if it, if it makes money and it gets views, I guess what I say on this podcast, it don't matter. All right. Because he's at the pinnacle. He's at the top, but I look all down Twitter and I see people that are complaining that Stephen A. Smith treats every segment, no matter what show he's on, he can be on Sports Center. he can be on Get Up, he can be on, on, on any type of show, any radio station, anywhere, he's going to scream and yell and act like he's debating somebody on any show. Every show you get on, every take you give is not first take. First take is meant to be a debate show where you argue. And Stephen A. Smith is good at it, and a lot of these episodes that feature J.J. Redick and Mad Dog, they've been highly entertaining. But we just want you just to give a cogent take where you talk about the game, you give your opinion on what's going to happen in the finals or what's going on. They love talking about the Lakers and the Nets, so what's going on with Kevin Durant, what's going on with Kyrie not getting vaccinated, what's going on with LeBron and them not making the playoffs, talk about Michael Jordan. Give your take on that. You don't got to scream. Like, cause it's so funny because Stephen A. Smith finds some way to scream. Like he'll be like, they'll be like, listen, Stephen A. So the Celtics and the Warriors—they're playing today. The Warriors won a very lopsided game, one hundred seven to eighty-eight on Sunday. What do you think? Oh, oh, but Jordan Poole got to step up. He got to really step up. I'm like, bro, what are you screaming for? Like, like, calm. Like, like this is a very calm question like why are you screaming like this ain't first take man and and thing about it is that i was listening it ain't even that loud outside like where they were it was not even that loud outside i'm like man calm down it's okay and i want to give a perfect example so this is something that really happened on the nba countdown today so of course they're talking about the big news that quinn snyder stepped down from his position as the head coach of the utah jazz And that is a big story, and I understand them talking about it because immediately I went to NBA Twitter and I turned to NBA Radio on Sirius XM to hear what people were talking about because we all were theorizing that this was going to be Quinn Snyder's last year and that the Jazz team, as it's currently constructed, just simply was not going to work. But check out what Stephen A. Smith segued to when Jalen Rose said this to him on NBA Countdown. So yeah. To me, if you're Quinn Snyder, you see that they're about to break them up. You exit stage left and get ready for your next job. And you now see if maybe if Stephen A's right and Donovan Mitchell ends up somewhere else. And don't say New York. God damn right, I'm going to say New York. This, New York. Would it be look, for look, Quinn look, look, Snyder. Look, look. We all know. The great Phil Jackson, 11-time champion as coach, should be banned from the city of New York. He should never be allowed in New York again after atro- the atrocity of running the New York Knicks organization. So let's break down what happened. Let me paint the picture. So like I said, they're talking about Quinn Snyder stepping down as coach of the Utah Jazz, and Jalen Rose was saying that he believes that this is the last year that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are going to be together because... They're clearly not in sync. Donovan Mitchell don't even pass to that man like that. Like, he passed the ball to him one time in a series of games. So it's like, man, one of them's probably going to be gone. So Quinn Snyder probably saw the whiten on the wall, and he's going to go. And most likely, Donovan Mitchell's on the move. He said Stephen A has always theorized that Donovan Mitchell's going to the Knicks. So then Stephen A just goes crazy. Whenever you say Knicks, he just blacks out and just goes crazy. And I believe he really is passionate like that, but also I believe it's sort of him playing into the gimmick and the character. And he said, God damn. Right. And this is Disney. like right? This ain't TNT. Like this ain't Fox. This is Disney. So although that's not a very harsh curse word, they were like, Oh, this man said, goddamn. Oh my gosh. So they meant to bleep out when he said, "Goddamn," but they bleeped out Phil Jackson. Instead, Phil Jackson, not a dirty word. It's not a curse word. He's, he's called Phil Jackson almost everything, but, but a child of God. Like <laughs> on the ESPN airwaves he had like one moment with Will Kane back in the day where he eviscerated uh, uh Phil Jackson man he eviscerated that man like he was on vacation and when the Knicks fired Phil Jackson he came back when it was Will Kane and some other guy he had a debate with Will Kane and Will Kane like riled him up only like Skip Bayless used to and he went federal he dropped numbers he dropped dollars on Phil Jackson's head like literally So that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's funny because he cussed and they tried to bleep it out. But is that energy really needed on NBA countdown? That's meant to sort of be, hey, we're just talking about the game. We're giving you an update on what's going on. You're giving your opinion. We're moving on. I think the reason why people like NBA on TNT outside of Charles Barkley, who Charles Barkley, I have my criticism of Charles Barkley, but Charles Barkley is funny. And he is a legend at what he does. It's him and John Madden. Like, they're like the pioneers of this thing. And I think everyone is sort of trying to be like them. From in that booth with John Madden to Charles Barkley in that studio chair. Everyone's trying to find that John Madden, Charles Barkley energy. Everyone's trying to do that, right? But where ESPN falters is that they don't give their host that be on NBA Countdown time to gel. You have the NBA on TNT crew with Ernie, Kenny, and Charles, that's been together for nearly 30 years, and then Shaq joined back in, I believe that was 2011, because Shaq, or it was 2012, no, I think it was 2011, 2012, because Shaq retired around that time. He immediately joined TNT right after that, and we knew he would. So Shaq has been with them for, at very least, 10 to 11 years. Ernie, Kenny, and Charles have been together for nearly 30 years, like going back to the early 2000s, right, and then and Ernie and Kenny have been together since the, the, since the mid-1990s, right? So they have a level of chemistry that is great to see play out. Like they know each other's idiosyncrasies. It's more than just the jokes. It's even more than just the basketball talk. It's just the vibe that they give off on each other. That is what makes NBA on TNT a winner the chemistry, because Charles Barkley is often wrong about his basketball takes. They make it a bit on the show. He's often wrong. His guarantees, all of them stuff, he's often wrong. He often says erroneous things that make no sense. And we call him out on Twitter. Shaq says wrong things. Kenny says wrong things too. But Kenny is more accurate and breaks down the game more than they do. And I have a conjecture that Charles and Shaq don't actually watch the games. Because some of the stuff they say, I'm like, bro, did you actually watch the game? Because <laughs> that didn't happen. Like What you're saying is not true. Like that's happened a lot. This playoffs with Charles and Shaq, but it's not, it's not even the basketball analysis. It's just the conversation. And the fact that you are shocked that Charles Barkley, he really said that ESPN can't compare to that because Charles Barkley is himself. Stephen, a ain't that Stephen, a is a great personality. He's going to be a legend when it's all said and done. Just like we talk about John Madden and Charles Barkley. We'll remember Stephen A. Smith fondly when he retires or when, when he finally decides to sort of scale it back. We'll remember Stephen A. Smith fondly. I know I will, but I just don't like what he's turned into. And that's my problem with him. What I want more of, especially as someone that I have this digital platform of Pulse Radio and I do my stuff with HBC Pulse and I aspire to get more and grow my brand and get more into those traditional media outlets and be a nationally renowned voice. I hope to one day aspire to be that, right? So like I said, I do look up to Stephen A. Smith and Stephen A. Smith has inspired me, but I wanna see more Draymond Green, J.J. Reddick, Tim Legler type personalities that give you real analysis overtakes. I think that that's where we're going and I think that's what the people want. Now, the ratings numbers could say different, but I'm looking at what the streets are saying, and these Twitter streets are saying, why this man yelling? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. So I believe that it's time for a change in sports media, and I believe that Stephen A. Smith has to read the room. But Stephen A. Smith is of a certain age. Like, I, I know about black men of a certain age. I'm 25. I'm a millennial. Uh, I know a black men of a certain age. And when people get a certain age, especially black men, it don't change. When they've lived their life and they've had some level of success and they live and they walking around, they doing their thing, they're making money, they ain't going to change. So don't expect for Stephen A. Smith to stop screaming on NBA Countdown. That's not going to happen. He's not going to keep that on first take because to him, he believes that that's his brand. And when he looks at the ratings numbers and the segment-by-segment segment numbers and the hour-by-hour hour numbers, when he reviews it with the bosses at ESPN, when he negotiates his, ne- his next contract, man, that's what he's looking at. He ain't worried about what we're talking about on Twitter. He ain't worried about what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? All power to him. He's an HBCU alum. I'm proud of him. But I just wish that we would get out of this hot take culture that we're in and start really chopping up the game and discussing the game. That's all I'm saying.